beat you. <laughs> it was early last week. You smoked me so hard last week uh, out of the gates with the air horn that this week I was like, uh-uh. No, no. You're watchdogging Gary's cue. I was. As soon as Gary uh, 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 got up because he was he had fallen down, uh, as soon as he got up, <laughs> he got up. When he fell down, he had a shirt on. When he got up, he didn't have a shirt on. Typical Gary. And he pointed at me and I was like, that's when I went. Pow, 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 and I was so quick on that one. Anyway, congratulations to me. Congratulations, s- Rob. No one can Thanks. do it like you can. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Gary, something you want to say? No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I hope that now that Sarah is a new mother, she'll get this kind of treatment as well <laughs> when she returns. Oh, yes. Yeah. She will. Good. Good. Yeah, I'll be I'll be participating. Um, it's, it's been a week. Sarah's still a mom. She's still a mom. Um, uh, I think the baby's already 25 pounds. Yeah, at least. At, at least. least. Sleeping through the night. Shooting free throws every night before bed. And eating those uh, turkey legs you get at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Those big turkey legs. Just it doesn't, have, it doesn't have any teeth. Her grocery bill has went up $300 already. Oh, my God. That's just too much. But good luck to them. I'm sure they're going to uh, uh, have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, friends, uh, there's a lot going on that we should probably talk about. We have been getting some great uh, listener mail so thank you for that we are very grateful and very appreciative whenever you guys write in gary tell them about our facebook page where they can come visit and see pictures and yeah facebook, and write us and facebook.com slash wriggles picks podcast and uh it's a really fun community there's uh there was one turd award submission this week uh i'll shout it out it was from george hinkle and it was so disturbing i didn't include it <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I commented from the Riggles Picks Facebook account, holy hell, and moved on because it, it has scarred me. Oh, now and I want to know what it is. This is fascinating. George Hinkle. Oh, Hinkle, what have you done to, to upset Shirtless Gary so much that he had to delete it? I You know, I didn't delete it. It can be brought up, but it literally, if you look at your list in the Turd Awards section, oh, at the top, it just says... George Hinkle, Facebook turd shout out. I see it. And <laughs> it I is. just, I did not know if it was really appropriate to bring to the show, but I wanted to let the gentleman know that I saw him. Oh, good. And, well, uh, I remember if, if not everyone else. But. Hats off, Hinkle. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but you did it. He, uh, he made a few submissions and some of them made the list because they were wall absurd, not terribly mortifying, but uh, we'll get to some of those later. I want to start with the first one. And if you guys will turn to that section, this one mm-hmm. has a visual aid that you'll need. Oh, we'll God. put this picture on uh, on Facebook at <laughs> the aforementioned Riggles Fix podcast, and the story oh. says "fugitive alert." And this is from a uh, from a, a face a uh, police department's Facebook page. The fugitive task force is looking for Ronnie Williams Jr. of Scotusville for fraud. He has convinced three local churches that he is Ed Sheeran, and even went as far oh, as performing God. "The Shape of You" in front of Christ Community Church last Sunday. When the pastor was asked why he believed the real Ed Sheeran would perform for $35 in a sandwich, he said he just assumed he had fell on <laughs> tough times. If you have any information as to Ronnie's whereabouts, message us immediately. Now, if you're not laughing yet, go to <sighs> facebook.com slash Podcast right now. The top picture will be a picture of this gentleman who... I guess shares some stuff with Ed Sheeran, but not much. Okay. He looks like if Ed Sheeran had a meth addiction mm-hmm. and also hasn't slept in five days. Yes, this is Ed Sheeran. Uh, I could see how people might buy it, but only if he had been rescued from an island mm-hmm. or a raft at yeah. sea for the past three months. Um, he needed a sandwich. At least ask for like a turkey dinner. 
I, you know, look, I, Ronnie, I know you're on the run and I know you're scared. Don't be. Come in. Uh, you really haven't done anything. I, no one's going to throw the book at you. I wouldn't imagine. You, you asked for, th- you did sing, so you, you got $35 in a sandwich. Yeah. I mean, those seem like reasonable wages for a song. I hope, the, I hope you did a good job. The Shape of You is not an easy song. So hats off to you, Ronnie. Uh, but, you, you know, you can't go around telling everybody you're Ed Sheeran. That's the only thing. I so. think it's more on the church members because yes. a quick Google search, you'll know Ed Sheeran made the Forbes list last year as one of the top five paid performers. Mm-hmm. Why would he want $35? And a sandwich. Well, a sandwich. Like, like the pastor said, he figured he just <laughs> fell on hard times. That, that hard of times? Yeah, well. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I do know that sweet Ronnie uh, is out there doing his best. Uh, and I know you're on the run, much like Gary. Um, Gary uh, goes to local temples and pretends he's you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And does, frow, <laughs> why frow, do we, we got to go temples? Because that just makes it a little too, uh, I don't know about you that. You do. You do. Oh, go to, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, you go to a lot of places, Gary. You go to Sai Tai. Mm-hmm. You go, you go to <laughs> temple. You go to church. And they say, do the big board, board no- noise. Yeah, go, big do the big board, board noise, sir, Mr. Rego. And you're like, ah, whatever. Give me a sandwich. <laughs> you know, they go, tell us more about shirtless Gary. And then you're like, Actually, he's a good one. He's like he's the smartest guy I ever met. Don't you, Gary? <sighs> Typical Gary. Classic Gary. Vintage well, Gary. Well, thank you, Ferrico C., who contributed that on Facebook. <laughs> um, all right. We got to move on. So this next one is from uh, Kyle Foy. Kyle Foy. Kyle Foy. Kyle Foy. Uh, Kyle sends in a story from Galveston, Texas. John Morales, the actor who played the crime-fighting cartoon character in McGruff the Crime Dog was sentenced to 16 years in prison stemming from a 2011 arrest in which police seized 1,000 marijuana plants, 27 weapons, including a grenade launcher, and 9,000 rounds of ammunition from his home. The sentence was handed down Thursday, just three days after the 41-year-old actor pleaded guilty. He insisted during the sentencing hearing that he was nonviolent, but a U.S. District Court judge said, quote, everything I read about you makes you seem like a scary person. That seems like a fair assessment. Um, Now... Usually you don't see uh, marijuana plants and heavy weaponry side by side unless you're a cartel of some sort. Uh, but he did have 1,000, 1,000 mm-hmm. marijuana plants and 9,000 rounds of ammunition. When I see that, I'm just like, oh, Texas. What's that like? Because I feel like if he didn't have the marijuana, they'd be like, meh. Yeah. It's Texas. Yeah, he's got 27 guns and uh, 9,000 rounds of ammo. It's, a grenade launcher? That's classic Texas. That's How no did problem. I get one of those? Uh, move to Texas. Yeah, yeah sound, sounds true. like you just move to Texas and get a grenade launcher. I'd love to get a grenade launcher. Those be, things are sweet. It'd be fun for parties. Oh, my God, yeah. Especially out in Texas when you have a ranch. Oh. Um, just boop, boop, boop. Hey, everybody. Look over there. <laughs> who's, 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 who's Chevy Tahoe is that? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have parked it on my yeah. land. <laughs> I told you where to park, and that wasn't it. Um, that's what I would use it for. I would use it to blow up my friends' cars makes when sense. they come over to my house for a party. Um, all right, so this guy's got a lot going on, John Morales. Um, it seems like you're paranoid, and it's probably, the, it's probably the weed. Don't you think? Doesn't the weed make you paranoid? Uh, it can. It, or, you know, maybe. I don't smoke reefer. 
so I don't suffer from reefer madness. But let's talk to our resident reefer expert, Gary. Gary. It can make you paranoid. It can. <laughs> Why are you guys looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Maybe Gary- this is in 2011, though. So maybe he was like, when California weed is legal, I'll move my plants there and sell them. That's not how plants work. Well, here's the thing. Well, I think if you're growing, if you're growing down in Texas, look, all the all the best weed comes from Vancouver, right? And they run it across the run it across the the Canadian border mm-hmm. into the United Washington. States, yeah, and into uh, Montana and all these. So, um, and and because there's, there's not much criminality attached to it up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Now, back in the day, down in Texas, and you're growing this kind of, this amount of uh, weed, you're going to prison. Well, you're going to prison, or now you're dealing with cartels. Yeah, that it so, is very so cartel. If, if if you're in Texas and you got cartels that are eyeballing you and, and your business, you might want to have twenty seven weapons and nine thousand rounds. So, do you think he's a turd, or you just think he's well, a real, criminal, real a savvy, savvy, savvy you, businessman? Before you pass that judgment, I think we're all overlooking the fact that this guy played McGruff, the crime <laughs> dog. Ah, <laughs> I totally forgot this about is that. This is a gentleman who portrayed the "Let's take a bite out of crime" character <laughs> from our childhoods. Now this all makes it. Greater, actually, yes. That this, makes him a turd now. It, I, <laughs> thank you. That is on the board. I appreciate it. Because you, you guys were doing a good job, like lawyers, going down the merits of the case. Yes. and I'm just sitting here going, "It was McGruff." It's yes, McGruff. You're 100 percent right. I had totally Let's left take out a bite on a crime. I totally left out the lead. It's he's McGruff. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. He's he's on the board and he's staying there. He'll probably make top ten uh, at the end of the year. I'll be marking this clip good for sure because good. it'll be coming back uh so thank you on that one to kyle foy uh let's kyle see. foy kyle foy kyle foy uh let's see here i love that name i don't know why i just have to say it a lot kyle foy so uh, we got a couple more we got a couple here from george hinkle and i think we should get to his because he was the gentleman that scarred me from the aforementioned clip hinkle I- what is up with hinkle is he what are you doing during the day besides finding all this stuff, Hankel? Because you caught you coming up with a lot of stuff here. He's trying to, cause and it's all nightmares. shocking. Yeah, he spent spends a lot of time finding it and putting it at uh, facebook.com slash Wrigglespicks podcast. And don't get me wrong, Hankel, I commend you for it because I like the stories and they make for good podcast content. But you you scare me, Hinkle Foy. Hinkle Foy. <laughs> are you gonna have? Are you gonna post a Instagram poll to see who's yes we like Hinkle we should, or Foy? Yeah, we need to do something like that. I think Makes that sense. would be Hinkle or Foy. Hinkle. Our sideline news reporter <laughs> or well, journalist. I, I tell you what, we're just going to have to switch back and forth between the two remaining Hinkle and Foy stories here. Yes, so, let's do it. Let's start with Finkle. A man in Oregon is accused of staging an elaborate home invasion in an effort to cover up his theft of more than $700 from his daughter's Girl Scout cookie sales. <laughs> According to Forest Grove Police, officers re- responded to a 911 call. Uh, about a possible break and enter assault. The man later admitted that the alleged incident was staged. They said in a, uh, Forest Grove police said in a statement, investigators believe the father staged the incident in order to conceal the theft of money belonging to a nonprofit organization that was spent inappropriately. <laughs> Which I just like the phrasing of that, or I wouldn't include it. It's, uh, I just like that. What did he buy for $700? I'll tell you, a big night at a gentleman's club. I mean... Because it says inappropriately. It was spent inappropriately. <laughs> And then he comes back. He's like, "I need that back. It's yeah. for my daughter." So that was Girl Scout cookie money, and they were all like, "You damn right it was, baby." <laughs> my <laughs> no, name no, no. is Cookie. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you misunderstand. Uh, that was actual Girl Scout cookie money. Oh shit! Oh my god! Yeah. Now I'm realizing that every Girl Scout cookie 
name works for a stripper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Thin Mint. Thin Mint. Samoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Samoa. <laughs> my fave. Like there's they all, uh, chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It all do, it all works. Sure does. All right. So Hankel. So do most high end cars. Ferrari. True. Lexus. Maserati. Mercedes. La- and drinks. Lamborghini. 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 Yeah. Bugatti. Drinks. Bugatti. I, ooh, oh, that would be a good. That's one. a fancy dancer. If you were a stripper, what would your <laughs> name be? As a male stripper or a female stripper? Both. Hmm. I like the car routine. Mm-hmm. Um, as a male stripper, uh, it would be Dodge truck. So I didn't have this one on the list, but did you guys see the video that went viral recently of the stripper who was in a strip club that had like a 30-foot pole and she falls from about 25 yeah, feet up that. onto her face? No. She yeah. gets up and keeps twerking. Yeah. It came out later. She had busted a bunch of teeth and maybe had some larger jaw issues in general. But in the video, it takes her about, what, Shan, a second to she a second and a half. Bounces she bounces back quick. It's uh, well, I, haven't, I haven't seen this video that you're speaking of, but I have seen a lot of videos on, what is it, Barstool? Or, you know, I don't even know what's Barstool, but it's, it's, on, it's on Instagram. They have all these sites, but it's like people, you know, walking down the street and then they get hit by a car or they get, they, you know, they, they jump off, a, they lean over a balcony to grab a beer and they fall off. I can't watch those. Is it adrenaline? Like, I, I panic. I, get I don't all, like them. I get scared. I don't want to see people get hurt like that. And it's so violent. And, oh, I just hate it. Eh, survival of the fittest. Fall off that cliff. That's <laughs> what I say. If you're over the age of 18 and you do that, go ahead. Well, they, you know what scares me? I, I've seen a couple of these is these drunk girl videos. Oh, where, my God. Where I the saw girls the other day. fall down the stairs or they try to dive into a snowbank head first. Did you see it? And her face was fucked up, like yeah. bloody and I mean, red. It's so stupid. It's it's so sad. It's scary. I don't know. I just anyway, I think those are bad news. But I think what uh, is going on here is uh, a, a man mm-hmm. um, in Oregon stole 700 cash from the Girl mm-hmm. Scout cookie sales and went for a big time, a big time, down at some Oregon strip club. And when he when he sobered up, he realized, oh, shit. And so then he trashed his he own house. He saw his six-year-old daughter be like, Daddy. Yeah, have you seen my money for the Girl Scouts? Oh, shit. Well, he got what he deserved because he got stone cold busted because he made a bad situation worse. Just go sell your plasma. Yeah. And use the cash to yeah. pay back. Pay, yeah, just suck it up, man. Do the right thing. There's so many other things you could do before you stage. A, or a, at least break some other shit in your house so you get more money out of it. <laughs> Come on. Well, you're, you're giving... You're giving. Jim thinks this gentleman has a homeowner's policy, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, he doesn't even have renter's insurance. Like this, he's, He is flying by the seat of his pants. Exactly. That's what I was saying, yeah. Jan. Well... Yeah, you give a lot of credit to a man who steals seven hundred dollars from the Girl Scouts from his daughter. Yeah. Well, thanks, Hinkle. Thanks, Hinkle. Uh, uh, let's go back to Foy, Kyle Foy. Foy, a thirty-six-year-old Ohio woman was arrested last week when she repeatedly called nine one one to complain that her parents had cut off her cell phone service. Thirty-six years old. Officials in Stark County arrested 
uh, this lady on February 13th after she called regional dispatch demanding that they come to her house. Authorities didn't note what phone she used to call, but she was told never to call again. And she called back two hours later, insisting she felt the lack of a working phone was a legitimate police matter. Court documents uh, state that she was belligerent during the phone calls and the officers decided to arrest her on charges of disrupting public service, a fourth degree felony. Good Christ in heaven. Let me ask this, and I'm not trying to be uh, smarty pants here. Uh, does she suffer mental illness or is she handicapped, mentally challenged in any way? It certainly doesn't suggest that in the articles I was reading. So she's just a 36-year-old asshole. Yeah, she seems very spoiled and entitled and Lazy. delusional for her age. Good, good. She's arrested. Good. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Get a job. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I love it. When I was 18, my parents said, congratulations, here's a $200 phone bill. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I did? I got a fucking job. That's right. That's right, Chan. And that's why you're a success now. And she's 36 years old and calling the police yeah. to get them involved because her parents won't pay her fucking phone bill anymore. Do you know how easy it is? When I didn't want my parents to know who I was texting in high school, I got a prepaid cell phone from walmart and use that use that there you go I'm sorry you don't have a fucking iphone yeah there's there's all kinds of ways to solve your problem lady uh but calling the cops ain't one of them chan with a hot burner it makes, in the middle yeah it makes, we, we hit a we hit an exposed nerve <laughs> wow on chan chan ain't playing chan ain't it. having it chan's basically on the wire over there yeah. hey i have friends i am 27 years old i have friends that their parents they're like, yeah, I'm self-sufficient. I mean, my dad pays for my rent and like my phone and my insurance. But They're not self-sufficient then. But I pay for my groceries. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're, tw- you're in your mid- late 20s. Late 20s. If you're in college or fresh out, I, got I get it. it. I get it. You need, a, you need a little baby step. Like my parents baby stepped our bills. Most us. people do get that. Most people get help in college and yeah. most people get a help a year or two out of college max. Yeah. And then you have to stand on your own. If I called my parents right now and was like, my phone bill's shut off, they'd be like, ha Yeah, that's too bad. Okay. What happened? They'd be like, did you get fired from your job? <laughs> it's just... You're 36. How are you 36? Do you do you pay taxes? Yeah. Do you no, of do you not. pay your insurance? No, she doesn't have insurance. She's I was trying to live off mom and dad, but well, I think we gotta. We're presuming a lot to assume she has any income. Yeah. Oh, she. And you know what? And by the way, this is her, this is on her parents. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's this literally is on her, this is on her parents. This is on. Fuck her parents. your parents. <laughs> Well, I fuck your parents up until they cut her off because I, I find kind of support that even yeah. if it, better late than never. Yeah, I guess they finally woke up and were like, "Oh, she's never going to stop." But you're the reason yes. that society has to put up with this bullshit now mm-hmm. because you've literally fed the beast for 36 years. Mm-hmm. They've had nothing. They've literally had to. N- have no responsibility. Yeah. They don't know how. I have friends that don't know how to manage money now, and I'm like, it's not hard. I know. Well, this is, this is the problem on a, on a bigger picture. If you look at entitlements in general, enti- that's why it's so hard. Once you give them, it's so hard to take them back because people become dependent. Mm-hmm. Yep, just, they just do. They their skills or their their desire, their passion, their ability to go out and work atrophies down mm-hmm. to nothing. And so then when you take it away, they have a, they they riot in the streets. So. This this lady um, obviously has had has 
never been held accountable, never had to do anything. She is a massive turd, so wet, so steamy, so juicy, so thick and robust that she clogs the toilet. So therefore, she's on the board. Um, the board is getting crowded today. The board is getting crowded today because there's a lot of turds in the world. There are. So thank you to Kyle Foy for that one. And we'll go to our last uh, Hinkle and then you guys can choose and you know, we'll set up that Instagram poll as well. Uh, two men have been arrested in Kentucky after one of them ran naked, save for shoes, socks, and a Halloween mask through a Walmart and filmed it. He stripped <laughs> down inside the store wearing nothing but the Halloween mask, shoes, and socks, screamed that he was on fire. He was not and proceeded to shower in milk from the cold case. He was basically doing the Ricky Bobby thing. Yep. The police believe that the th- prank was planned, and of course it was, because it was all filmed and it's all on tape. And this was somebody screwing around trying to be funny or get famous or whatever. All right, so I, I, I got to tell you, I hear this, and I see it's a streak. It's just mm-hmm. a, it's a streak with panache. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. It, it is the modern-day streak. It's yeah. a jackass. It's a streak with panache. Um, I understand, you know... Uh, uh, I don't think this guy's a turd necessarily. No. I think he's an idiot, but he's not yeah. a turd. And you know what it is? It's it's probably the parents. If there were any kids in there, they were like, oh, my son, mm-hmm. my son saw a penis or whatever. Well, here's the thing. I saw streakers in the in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, you know, they did at, it in at, high at school. At baseball games, at football games. They streak. And it's, you know, it's, it's one funny. of those things. It's funny. You just kind of go, holy shit, look at this guy. And then they tackle him and then they arrest him and he has to do the walk of shame off the field and everybody laughs. That's on them, man. You know, I don't know what to say, but it, it's not going to shock. They're going to see pe- no. boobs and penises eventually. Yeah. It's the two things I'm disappointed. One, I wish that he had been on shrooms or acid and that was why. <laughs> It's probably just some high schooler trying to get some TikTok video fame. Yeah. Have some more originality to you. Don't steal the Ricky Bobby thing. Change I agree. it a little. Yeah, mix it up. Uh because that, that you know, I'm on fire as the Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Um did now Ricky Bobby, did he pour milk on himself? I don't believe so. So, so that, that might have been his twist. Might have been his twist. twist. And Ricky Bobby had tidy whities on. Yeah, Very true. That's, that's right. That's true. That's right. Um so the milk might have been his touch. Might have been his little signature add-on to the I'm on fire. Uh, again, average. Average at best. Yeah. But he made use of the space. I'll a weird that. move that he wanted to go Instagram or, you know, internet famous, but he also didn't want his face associated with it. <laughs> Maybe the Halloween mask. a lot of people are going to comment how tiny Yeah, possible, was. especially, you know. Well, you know, the, the um, people used to get thrown in this fountain at, at Kansas University. They used to get thrown in the fountain naked on their birthday. It was a <laughs> thing that people did. Anyway. Voluntarily? Or? No, did you start no, that trend? No. Uh, but How many times did you hit this fountain naked? <laughs> <laughs> nah, America doesn't need to know that. Nah, right? but, nah, come on. <laughs> but what would happen is you'd get thrown in the fountain naked and you'd have to run home. Right. Well, the secret to running across campus naked as I learned, don't cover your junk, cover your face. <laughs> yeah. Until you run into a tree. <laughs> I, I'd always leave just enough. Uh, cover your, cover your face. Oh, don't that's cover so your, smart. Don't though. cover your junk. Don't cover. Cause people will cover the junk. Everybody go, Oh, I know that guy. He's a so-and-so. If they don't see your face, they don't know. It's just all some so naked true. dude running across the, that's also the same thing. I told my nieces when they got cell phones, I was like, because everyone says don't send nudes. I'm like, I don't care if you send nudes. Just don't have your face in them. Yeah. 
That's good then, advice. That is Because then advice. if someone sends it, you can be like, that's not me. Yeah, totally. It's just some advice. For, just, it's not good that, parenting Which makes advice, me regret but. the fact that I got that I'm Rob Riggle tattoo on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> and then another one right around my belt line is, is definitely Rob Riggle. <laughs> I, now I regret those. I'm like, why those did I get those? What choices. the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. You just make a lot of bad decisions. Yeah, I know. Well, live and learn. Live and learn. Uh, what else is going on, Gary? Any sex offenders? Well, <laughs> I don't know about that because we try not to make it that dark, Rob. Good. <laughs> However, uh, I guess I'll go to a self-effacing one after that dark turn. Uh, this one was submitted by our good friend Ian Hillgartner, who uh, submits stuff all the time. And Hill Gardner, Hill Gardner. Hi, Ian. A lot of times the fans just put links, but they can also write a comment, and you know, we'll get to a couple like that later. But this one just said Gary with an exclamation point. And I don't appreciate that, Ian, because <laughs> a couple of lines into this story, you're going to hear the gentleman's name, and it's clearly not me. So I don't appreciate that. Uh, I'm already liking this. I'm already liking this a lot. I'm not saying I don't find it funny. According to the Tampa Bay Times, police said people were alarmed when they saw a shirtless man driving with a two-year-old baby tucked between his legs on a motorcycle. They took pictures and called police. <laughs> Clearwater police say that the officers tried to pull him over. He took off, speeding with the toddler on oh, board no. between the man and the gas tank. <gasps> police had his license plate, so they let him go, fearing the little boy would get hurt. And they later contacted and arrested him on two felony charges, neglect of a child and fleeing and eluding a police officer. Oh, I, that makes my stomach turn. Right. I don't like being associated with this shit, Ian Hillgardner. There is something uh, funny, though. I could see you dr- riding a motorcycle with a baby wedged between you and the gas tank. Just, I'm just saying, Gary. It, I know. I know. Or a sidecar. I could see you putting your baby in a sidecar. I would have a problem with sidecar. That's safer. I w- if you were had a sidecar, I wouldn't even pull you over. That's yeah. not a turd. That's just... Cool. A guy making a getaway. Yeah, uh, this guy though is a big turd. Oh yeah, the biggest. Two, Maybe two the biggest. Year old. A two-year-old. I can't even. I, I really, it scares the shit out of me to even think of what could have happened. Wait, oh. is he from Florida? Where is he from? Gotta be Tampa Florida. Bay Times. I'm gonna go with yes. Oh, of course, oh, it's Florida. Yeah, I don't think they're re- reporting on stuff outside there. Friends, areas. friends, listen. If we have listeners that are listening right now that are in Florida, listen. Thank you for listening. We love you. But you got to do something about your state. It's out of fucking control. Yeah. Every well, story we get, Florida man, Florida man, Florida man, Florida man. It's become a national joke. It's just, they're just down there living, man. I mean, is there, is there, like, is there a serious void? Like, do they not teach decision making? Do they, as judgment, is there something the about South. being, is it the Bermuda Triangles that is, is extended? To Florida, over now it covers Florida, so people just go into this vortex of stupidity and and vanish. I think so because I know. Did you ever go to Panama City Beach when you were in like high yes. school? Yeah, you know how when you because I was stationed, I was stationed in Pensacola, so yeah. I was right down the road. So that's where I used to go in college and high school. It's like when you go over the state line, there are no rules. Like I would do things, I would literally do things. <laughs> And not get in trouble. Like I, and my brain was like, "Yeah, this, it's Florida. You're not gonna." Yeah, it's lawless. It's lawless over here. I just, my friends and I in college built a hot tub in the back of a pickup truck in Panama City. Of course you did. And drove around. That's completely illegal. And I would jump out. I don't know how I didn't die. But now as an adult, I'm like, what <laughs> made me think? And what cop would see that and not pull us over? Yeah. I, well, well, I don't know. They're, I think the cops are outgunned down there in Florida. 
This makes me angry, though. Don't do that. Don't put your kid on a motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, I never. That's the thing. I I don't have a problem with a jackass. No. Um, they're they're everywhere, and I've even probably been one myself. But you don't have to bring other people into no. the foolishness. Yeah. No. This is this is definitely. I mean. There's parts of it that are funny at first, but when you start thinking about it, it's it scares me. Yes. horrifying. It's it like scares me. When I would see parents in Alabama have their kids, their toddlers on four wheelers, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, no exposed vehicles for a toddler. Just don't do no that. exposed, no, no exposed. horses, no nothing, nothing. No. I Just recently stop. had my son out in a public place in a stroller, and I was it was giving me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like there's a crowded like outdoor area or something. I just God, I can't imagine. Now, but you do ride a motorcycle really fast, and you do on occasion put children on there. Not babies, babies. <laughs> Sarah's. It's different. Well, so you're when you go over to visit Sarah. Yeah. Um, are you going to take? I'll be riding my hog. Oh boy. <laughs> are you going to take the child though? Like no, when you're like, it's really when you're up like, to her at this point. Sarah, I'm going to go get some more beer. And no, uh, like, you mind if I take Junior? Listen, until Junior's old enough to speak for himself, that's his mom's choice. But <laughs> he'll be old enough one day, and then it's up to him. <laughs> I remember I had a cousin one time who just got a brand new Corvette, and he let me take a ride with him. And my dad was like, "Have a fun ride," and he. <laughs> went crazy doesn't everyone have a story like that and yeah. i'm i'm just trying to figure out who it's going to be for my son because i have one of those stories i mean i got in this corvette and he laid rubber everywhere we went and we got going so fast and I, I was never more scared in my life and when we got back to the house in one piece i was like duh, duh. i was trembling i think i was like 10 or 11 years old yeah you know and i was i was just mortified uh, but it was a thrill ride. It definitely was a thrill ride. I'm just glad I got out of it alive. I feel like that was a rite of passage back in the day. That yeah. Somebody older who was cool, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. Or at least you thought so when the ride started would mm-hmm. just. Well, and that your parents said, yeah, sure. Go ahead and have a ride. Right. I was like, are you sure? I, uh, are you sure? I, I, uh, maybe I should stay here with you. When you give your parents <laughs> that look where you're like, this is the time to say no. Yeah. Like yeah, every yeah. other time you yeah. do it now. Yeah. Well. What are you going to do? Um. So. Let's see. We're going to put up the poll as to those two guys. But there was another story that came out of, well, you want Poland or you want another, or Portland or you want another Florida story? No, uh, let's go viewer, viewer mail maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, or let's viewer see. listener mail. Sorry. So Stephanie Blaine had a good one that I wanted to highlight. She sent us a picture, a drawn picture last week, and she sent us another one again. Okay. And her question is, important question for you guys. Who would win in a fight? Mess Squirrel from two work two weeks ago's turd nomination or Death Scorpion? Oh. Also, best of luck to Sarah and the new baby. And then she drew us a picture of the Mess Squirrel <laughs> fighting the Death Scorpion. Oh, cute! Which will be at facebook.com slash Regal's Picks Podcast. It already is. Okay. Uh, by the way, Stephanie, this is beautiful, solid gold. Uh, I absolutely love this. Your Meth Squirrel has foam coming out the side of its mouth and rabies eyes, but the Death Scorpion. Has got the look. That almost looks exactly like the death scorpion that tried to kill me. And you know what? If I'm not mistaken, it's got a little something going on on the face, which might have been where you got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It oh. even has my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch a cartoon about this. Death squirrel, squirrel versus death scorpion. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, I would totally watch a Tom and Jerry type of cartoon. So I would, would watch I. this too. I actually would watch Death Scorpion and Meth Squirrel. I think that would be a fantastic 
Who do you play on Adult Swim? Ah, oh, Meth Squirrel. Yeah, I'm Death Scorpion. I'm the voice of Meth Squirrel. And I'm Death Scorpion. Um, <laughs> as everybody, all our all our listeners know, um, I survived a, a scorpion attack. You can find the picture of the uh, Death Scorpion in question on yes. our Facebook page. And that's real. That's real. That thing tried to murder me in my in my own yard. It was only through superior strength and quick action that I saved my own life. But you all know that. So to the point of this woman's question, how would he have fared if Mass Squirrel had come along? Uh, look, a scorpion has poison. It, mm-hmm. And it has, it has pinchers. And it has death on its mind. Meth Squirrel is... Squirrels are already spazzy and bouncy and jump all over God's green earth. Put meth in them, they're out of control. So if if the meth squirrel ever came close to the scorpion, just a death sting like I suffered. Um, but with a squirrel, it would kill it instantly. Instantly. I think the squirrel has the strength <laughs> of meth. Well, there's something about that. And because I live in West Hollywood, I know about meth strength over there. Remember that one time Chandler and I were driving in West Hollywood and a completely nude Mm -hmm. man ran. I still have that video. Oh, you? We talked about that on this show. We did. Well, so meth is alive and well, and it does give you super strength. It really does. And it makes you crazy. Yeah, crazy. Because here's the interesting thing. It could be both because I think a meth squirrel, to your point, I think that the sting is going to kill the squirrel. But I think a meth squirrel is going to take two or three stings just through the adrenaline before it eventually goes down. So does it get death scorpion while it is in the process of getting sting? Do they both end up dead? Does The the pinchers hold them at bay. Does the scorpion die after it stings you or is that just a bee? I don't think that the scorpion just does. Okay. Just a bee. Now I'm learn- now I have to take all of this into account because I'm going to go with the squirrel just because I feel like the scorpion would be like this is this this thing's crazy and then be distracted and the squirrel would have no no boundaries. Yeah. Listen. Chan, I get it. I hear what you're saying. This is a question as old as time. This the people have debated this for millennia. Meth squirrels versus death scorpions. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, we're probably not going to come up with the the answer tonight. But uh, you we'll know, go get a squirrel. If, I, if someone was holding a gun to my head, like a death scorpion, I would probably say death scorpion. Okay. Well, the only way to solve this is to go get both and have them fight in studio. That's a good point, Gary. Can you Gary? arrange that? I'd rather like be a producer on the animated show. You guys. Are gonna <laughs> <laughs> can, can good we do point. That? Good point. Well, if we look, if this goes to series. I mean, it doesn't. It seems more entertaining than even watching the. We two get real a hundred order series. We get a hundred order series on this, and yeah. by the way, I you will never know because they can't die. Like one of them, it'd be Tom and Jerry. You can't let one die. They need each other mm-hmm. in this eternal struggle of life, much like the Roadrunner and the Coyote. But yep. that's why you keep tuning in because exactly. one day they have to. One die. day, eventually, the oh. scorpion will kill the the, the <laughs> squirrel, and then the ghost of the squirrel will come back. That's fine. Chan, he's Zombie. just going Death Scorpion because yeah. he wants it to be legitimized. What do you mean? Oh, you because I, I was attacked by one and yes. survived? Well, so I'm with Chan. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the squirrel. Mm-hmm. I hear what you guys are saying. I, I get it. You're probably just having fun at my expense. But when you survive like I have, when you're, in a, when you're a survivor, Gary. A survivor. When you're a survivor. <laughs> you call yourself when, that, huh? Yeah, Gary. Sure. I am. Okay. I'm a scorpion <laughs> attack survivor. Okay. Also a shark attack survivor. That's true. That is true. You were attacked by some – was it a rattlesnake? 
He tried to, but yeah. I got the drop on him and smashed his head in. Okay, that's right. But he did try to kill me. Um, again, I, uh, I think you, know, you got to ask why all these animals are trying to kill you. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, maybe God's sending me a message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no animals tried to kill me. That's all maybe, I'm saying. Maybe the. <laughs> I, maybe I'm not right with nature. Maybe I'm not right with God. I don't know. I I say I'm sorry every day. But you know yet, when you can find out this coming Sunday? Yeah, Global Investigator. Oh, shit. That's right. You know what? I ate a scorpion in, uh, in Global Investigator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was payback. There you go. That could... maybe that's what a, maybe that's what's up. You got bad karma in the scorpion community. Shit, those scorpions have to get me. The first episodes in Greece, and I don't think anything attacked you there. Mm. Maybe just some good feta cheese. Yeah, feta cheese attacked, but that was all right. I didn't mind that so much. Gelato. Yeah, that was damn good. We actually had more time in Greece. By the way, friends. Robert Go Global Investigator, this Sunday, March 8th, 10 p.m., Discovery Channel, on right after Naked and Afraid. Don't want to miss it. It's the world premiere of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chan produced on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on the show and produced. Um, Gary sent us pictures of him naked. Uh, didn't help us. It didn't well, help. Didn't but help, but I mean. It was I, comfortting to know he thought about us. Well, and it's good to know that he was still alive. You yeah, know? that's true. And he kept asking us, would you guys mind writing me a letter for my PO? And I was like, hey, we're, we're shooting a show right now, Gary. And he goes, oh, yeah? I just shot something, too. And then he would send us those nudes. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was off-putting at We'll first. eventually proofread your letter. Yeah. Um, Thanks, guys. <laughs> You guys want another uh, listener question? Yes. Why do I feel like we always go to a new subject so you'll stop beating on me? <laughs> Wait, Gary, everybody knows you're the nicest guy in the world and a family man, but we have to make sure people also think you do crystal meth and are shirtless all the time. Apparently. Yeah. And drunk. I appreciate it. Uh, Aaron DeGroat said, hey, Gary, thanks for using my Turd Award nominee. And uh, thanks for the shout out last episode. It was pretty awesome. And I'm a huge fan of Rob and the Empire podcast as well. Uh, since I've also warmed up to Kansas hoops, they've been on fire. And I actually think they have a decent final four shot. Looks like I might be riding with Rob again. If yes. You call this guy. Yes. Very smart. Way to go, Aaron. Right. Anyway, here's another Turd Award nominee for you guys. Also a quick dis- uh, discussion topic. The NFL will no longer suspend players for mo- uh, positive marijuana tests if they agree to the new CBA, which has a 17th game added to the schedule. No pain, no gain. Uh, congrats to Sarah and thanks, guys. Now, we'll get to the Turd Award nominee in a second, but did you guys have any thoughts on the new CBA? Or I don't know quickly? about This sounds like a – I don't know. It, it sounds weird. It sounds like some sort of – This is a minor thing that is that this guy's highlighting, but yeah. the, the big contentions here is that they're going to get a lot more for the players, a lot more money if they agree to a 17th regular season game. But they're Which, like, you can smoke pot. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. That's that that seems like a bribery. Yes, mm-hmm. it seems like some sort of low-level, yeah, uh, trick, like a you know, or a I don't know. It just feels gross. Yeah, I don't I know agree. how else to describe it. Yeah, I don't think it should be contingent on that. It should just not be the rule. Yeah, it's either the rule or not the yeah. rule. Just make it. Not don't the, make it contingent. But make on, it not the rule, regardless. You know, it's you it's play seventeen their, games. You you can have all the pot you want. It's, it's just like, oh, that's stupid. It's like they're holding the players hostage. Yeah, with yeah. It's dumb, but yeah, I don't know. So I just the seventeen game season is controversial. Listen, they're gonna get. Of course, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna give them money. They're gonna give them pot. <laughs> they're gonna give them a lot of things. But they're also going to punish their bodies so much. 
I don't know. Maybe it makes sense. It's up to the players to decide their own fate and their own future, but I don't like, know. That seems like a lot of wear and tear on. Yeah, and it's going to be really interesting because whether or not they agree to it changes the entire way that the uh, tag system works. So there are certain teams that right now have a franchise tag and a, tan- a transition tag, so they could lock up more guys with different kinds of tags. But if the CBA gets agreed to, it changes, and there's only like one tag per team. So there will be there'll be big implications to the uh, free, free agent agency. market and yeah. trades and all this stuff. It's it's really interesting and it's probably all happening as this episode is airing. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. You know, see. look, I I'm not opposed to change. Change generally can be a good thing. Uh, it's usually a good thing. Um, but when you talk about sports and you talk about all the records that are there and all the you know there's. It, you start to mess with things a little bit because now there's going to have to be asterisks and there's going to and you change the landscape like you said and changing the landscape sometimes it's necessary but if it ain't broke why fix it mm-hmm. you know and so I'm always leery about that but look I'm I, I'm not one of those fixed-minded people who's like no god damn it this is the way it is and it shouldn't change we should da, 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 da. things always you're not ev- a baseball fan yeah <laughs> well things always evolve and things always change and you have to be open to it and just make sure it's done. The right way, and so if if it's time, if this idea's time has come, it'll come, it'll happen, and we'll all have to deal with it. But I don't know. I, I, unless they're unless they're really getting a sweetheart deal, I don't see why why do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want the players to do it unless they they all agree that they want to and they it's financially necessary. You know, as a fan, I can make the argument of another week of or two of football, depending on how the buy system works out, isn't not the worst thing for me as a fan. But yeah. for these guys, it's much bigger implications. Right. Totally. All right. So this gentleman uh, who asked the question, Andy DeGroat, uh, he sent in this Turd Awards story. Uh, Jessica Broomshire was caught on surveillance camera trying to get her way out of a lounge-type area at the Montgomery County Jail in Dayton. So she basically did the move I've seen from the pictures where she goes over in the corner, she puts up a chair, gets on top of that, and then a trash can and tries to go through the drop ceiling like she's going to go across, you know, oh, right. get like out in of the, the room. Breakfast club. Exactly. And she falls, you know, five feet <laughs> later and is basically just, you know, there's five cops sitting there at the bottom to like catch her. And she's in serious <laughs> trouble for attempting felony escape. And it was very embarrassing, you know, in the video. <laughs> wow. What possessed her to make a run for it? Like, what was the crime she yeah, committed? Yeah, what was her crime? Didn't really say that I saw it. You know, it. They obviously didn't regard her as a as a violent person or as a threat based on the room that they had her in. She was in a very common area, but I'm going to guess she just wasn't in her right mind. I I don't know if she's a turd. She sounds like an idiot. She definitely sounds like that. I just don't know. I don't know if she's a turd. You know what I mean? Unless she stole seven hundred dollars in Girl Scout cookie money and, you know, went to a strip club, Mm -hmm. then maybe this isn't prison break. Don't, don't, you're not being convicted of a terrible crime that you're going to go to prison forever. That's it. Why are you attempting to get out of jail? Right. And if if it was a misdemeanor or something like that, you're the biggest idiot on earth. Yeah. Um, Honestly, unless you're going to the electric chair or to jail for life. I get it. Those are, those are escape people. Mm -hmm. Everybody else deal with it. Do your time. Don't do the crime. if You can't do the time. That Beretta said. Work out at the gym. That's right. That's right. Uh. Now she's got a concussion. And I love the cops just standing underneath her going, just waiting for her. Like, where are you going? We're going to follow you. We have radios. You can't outrun us. And it's also, it's like, I would hate to be a cop in those moments of like, 
let's say you're hungover going to work the next day or you got in a fight with your wife or whatever. And then someone pulls something like this and you're like, really? Can I just have like a little bit of a normal morning? No, nope, you can't. That's I do empathize with cops a lot, especially when I watch the you know cop shows, mm-hmm. and they have those belligerent uh, prisoners, and or people are bringing in that are you know want to fight and they're you know they have to handcuff them and you know yeah. they have two cops trying to subdue him and hold him down, and he's spitting on them because that's all he can do is spit on. So they put the spit bag over his head and then they have to strap him to a chair and they have to leave him in a cell, mm-hmm. and you know it looks it looks inhumane, but. It's not. I mean, what no. are you going to do? This guy's spitting and biting and and uh, these you're guys not are, like most prisoners. Cop job is hard. Though. Are not Hannibal Lecter. You're not smart enough to get out. Yeah, just chill out. Because my my I have family members that are cops, and they say they're never worried about the loud, belligerent ones because it just shows their intelligence. Yeah. They're worried about the ones that are really quiet huh. because they're smart. And they're thinking of, like, how do I get out of this type of situation? Right. So just don't try to get – just abide by the law. It's yeah. not – there's. It's, it's really simple, right? It's it's there for a reason. Yeah. Just – how about this? Just do the right thing, uh, generally speaking. And listen, if you can't do the right thing, don't – you know, I don't know. If you don't uh, – like I said, Beretta. Beretta. Mm-hmm. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. I got pulled over by a uh, drunk check the other day, the cops in L.A., and I was coming home from eating tacos, and I haven't – I've been sober all year, too. That's another just random thing. And so I get pulled over, and I hand him my license. He's like, we're just doing a check for everyone. He's like, have you had anything to drink? I was like, no. Have you had pills, marijuana? And I was like, no. And he handed back my license. He's like, thanks for being so cooperative. He's like, you wouldn't believe how many sober people Want to have, get, a, get in a pissing match about it because they've been inconvenienced for two seconds. Just give them your stuff and go on. Just do the business. Do the business. Be courteous and you'll and they'll move along. But, and if you got nothing to hide, you got nothing to hide. Like, yeah. it's, uh, it seems so simple. Ah, the golden rule. We just need to, everybody needs to learn it again. Um, what? What? Uh, there's another one from uh, Hideki. Oh, you pronounce it? You wanted to do that shirt suggestion? What did it say? Uh, It says, I think you guys should do a Grandmaster Rob shirt. Uh, Grandmaster Rob kicking or falling, Sarah laughing at him, and Gary holding a beer on a shirt. LOL. I I don't see why not. Riggles picks. Gary, what do you think? Well, I guess I should point out that Wade Meyer then commented underneath it, Gary and shirt don't normally go together in a (laughs) sentence. But (laughs) Way to go, Wade. Way to lay it down. Yeah, you scored on me. That's a truth bomb, Gary, and I'm sorry if it hurts. You got me good. Crop tops and muscle tees only. That's it. If I do see Gary in a shirt, it's usually a midriff. Cut off at the midriff. Um, you look like you're going to Venice Beach. Yeah. And it says honky talking on the front. <laughs> do you didn't even grow up in the South? That's weird. Uh, yeah. that Gary likes to go honky talking a lot. He's always talking about it in his half shirt. And it's it's just I don't know I don't even know if I believe him because he's an, he's clearly an L.A. guy, but he yeah. he loves to go honky donking. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, you got pizzazz, man. But I do like the fact that he he got this right. He said Grandmaster Rob, um, kicking, but it said or falling. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's weird. None of this makes sense. <laughs> I don't like any of it. Draw it up, <laughs> Ian. Stephanie Blaine. Stephanie Blaine delivered with these pictures. These pictures are so golden. Are we going to be able to put these up? Oh, yeah. These will be at the Facebook page right now. 
Oh, tell everybody about that Facebook page again, because I think some people just woke up. Facebook.com slash Riggles Picks Podcast, and you should also watch Rob Riggle, Global Investigator, this Sunday. That shit's for real. That's happening. Yeah? I'm going out and solving some of the world's biggest mysteries. We'll post some details about that premiere in the days leading up to it on the Riggles Picks Facebook page. Around the globe. Around the globe, people. God damn it. I'm just thinking about it right now. I'm getting excited. I might might take my shirt off, too, Gary. (laughs) No, God. (laughs) <laughs> that I, think was, I think we're out of time oh darn i was so close <laughs> all right well hey well once again uh chandler thank you for joining us thanks for having me guys um it's been awesome we've had two weeks with chandler here it's been a, yeah. been it's a, been a thrill getting her back here and 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 listening to her stories uh anything you need to promote or want to tell tell the people to just tune into watch global investigator because i was on as a producer and the ratings helped all of us keep a job that's right that's right maybe even a second season if we get it right tweet that you want us to tweet at rob and discovery channel places you would like to see the second season Ooh, take yeah, place yeah, yeah. mysteries me, throw out some mystery ideas too we're open yeah. we're open oh i'll have some ideas oh, oh no. god. god gary oh god <laughs> this better not be about your neighbors yeah that's what it was the mystery exactly. of why you don't own a shirt uh-huh. where's my meth that's a mystery i want solved where's my shirt where's my shirt Where's my motorcycle? (laughs) Where's my my six pack? The mystery is why does your wife put up with you this long? (laughs) Oh, that's one. That's an unsolvable one. (laughs) All right, friends. Thanks for listening to Riggle's Picks. Uh, I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Chandler. And we got Gary, shirtless Gary. God bless him. All right. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 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 (la